I like the bartender. If you're looking for me, I'm at the bar with the oh ah ah. Okay. Anyways, welcome back to Time with Sage. This is Sage talking. In today's episode, as you can see from the title, it's called Bartending 101. Woo! Clap, 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 clap. I don't have no sound effects because this is all like recorded in one go. I don't edit it or whatever. Um, anyways, in this episode, guys, I'm going to be talking about my experience with bartending. Um, how I, I'm going to talk about how I got in, if I liked it or not, and if I recommend it. I'm going to give you guys some tips on it, and maybe I'll throw in like a couple of stories or whatever. And I'm going to be like 100% transparent like with my pay, how much I got paid, like everything. So let's begin. How I got in. All right, so I got into bartending. Um, I went into the interview at a casino, right? I applied to be a bartender. I got an interview, and at the interview, the manager at the time told me that they don't hire outside bartenders, and I'll get into why in a second. But I had zero experience. I just knew that I wanted to bartend. Anyways, at the interview, he told me that um, I either have to start as a server or start as a barback. And uh, server servers make more money at the time. Well, if you're a good server, you can make more money than a barback. So I was like, fuck it, I'll be a server. Um, I did serving for three months because in the casino, you have to, if you want to transfer or like switch titles, you have to work your full, full 90 days as whatever you got hired on. And then you could transfer out. So I did my 90 days. And then after my 90 days was up, well, before my 90 days was up, I was getting trained by Adrian. Uh, shout out to Adrian. If you're listening to this, um, I got trained by him and I learned like in about a week on how to bartend and stuff. And then from there, I was a bartender i was almost a bartender for three years like i don't know if you guys heard the other podcast but the previous episode but i quit my job but i would have hit three years this summer um with the company but i quit or whatever but i had a good experience i had a good run bartending i really really liked it and i definitely recommend it if you're looking for easy money well i don't want to say easy money because you do got to hustle you do got to like find out how what type of bartending style works for you but it's really worth it now, if you're trying to bartend, I recommend doing what I did and starting off with whatever company you want to work with. Like, let's say you want to go work at Fats. I mean, I, maybe they'll let you like um, apply and like work straight as a bartender. I don't know. It depends on what like the vibe is in, in that company. But I recommend starting off either as a server or a barback and getting trained by a bartender on how specifically that club and that bar or that whatever that how they make their cocktails because every bar is different in how they do their measurements or if they switch out a specific liqueur or cordial for a different one. For example, like one place can make a Bahama Mama with, or not a Bahama, let's say Blue Hawaiian. Some places do Blue Hawaiians with vodka, blue pineapple juice, sour mix. Um, others do rum instead of vodka and some places do both. So every bar, every club is going to be different on how they make their cocktails. So I personally recommend that you go straight to the whatever company you want to work with, work your way up to becoming a bartender. That way you can learn it. And one thing I do not recommend, I am so against it. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. I am so against bartending school. Bartending school is a waste of money. Do not get scammed because bartender school is basically bartenders coming together and charging you for how they make their cocktails. And it's just not worth it to me because you can learn how they do it. They'll give you like a pamphlet, like a, yeah, like a pamphlet, not a pamphlet, like a, a book, I guess. And it's paperback on how they make their cocktails and whatnot. 
but you can learn all those hundred cocktails or however many is on there. You can learn it that way, and then you can go apply at a bar, and they make it completely different. And then you just wasted your time, you wasted your money for that title when you could have easily just gotten trained directly from the place that you want to get trained at. So bartending school is like a big no for me, in my opinion. It's a waste of money. But if you did it, good for you, I guess. But see if like some places like will hire you. But a lot of companies won't hire people that do bartending school just because like every bar has their way of making their cocktails. And I don't know, bartending school is just stupid to me. And then those, so let's say you land a interview for a bartending job. I personally recommend memorizing, having memorized at least 30 cocktail recipes, like the main ones, like a Long Island, AMF, Sex on the Beach, Mahama Mama, Mai Tai, Margarita, things like that. That way in the interview, because a lot of um, bars and places, they'll ask you like, oh, how do you make this? How do you make that? What's the recipe for this? That way you can know. And if let's say they ask you for that, um, the recipe for a Negroni or something like that, and you don't know what that is. Well, I don't know what that is, but I know how to make a Tom Collins. I know how to make this X and Y. You know what I mean? Have recipes memorized. That way, when it comes to an interview, you know the answers to the questions that they're going to ask you. And and they might be wrong because you might make a Sex on the Beach this way. And they might, for example, like how I make a Sex on the Beach is going to be vodka, peach, cranberry, orange juice. But some places... Um, won't use cranberry juice they'll do cra- they'll do grenadine or something like that but if that's how you make it then they'll know that that's how you make it and then they could retrain you and whatnot another tip that i have if you want to go into bartending is showing your personality yeah i guess be like professional or whatever if you're gonna go into like let's say a resort or something but if you want to go into the club i recommend showing your personality with like your outfit and making sure that your personality is like 100% visible in that interview because anybody could get trained to be a bartender but not everybody can be trained in having a personality having a sense of humor like flirting however you make your money personally I made my money by flirting bitch I could flirt with anybody and scam fucking guys I can scam the straight boys the bi boys the gay boys any type of boy any girl even like I knew how to scam sounds bad saying scam but like that's just how i say it like i just knew how to get money out of people and get that money out of the wallet out the purse and putting it in my tip box i just knew how to talk to people i knew how to flirt i'm a natural flirt one so flirting is like super easy and like that's just so easy to get like money out of people personally that's just my experience a lot of people are super nice for example like um i had a bartender friend adrian he's the one that trained me he is super fucking nice and he made money bitch when we worked together bitch we wouldn't make money he didn't have to flirt he was just super nice and he was just like super likable and that's how he made money how he made us money and i would just flirt with everybody and i would make that money my money that way so you just have to find a way a style that works for you for example i remember one night on how i made my money away this is how like an example on how i made my money sorry um there was this one guy i just knew he was a high roller right and I had another bartender I was bartending at the time. And I told him, I was like, bitch, he has money. Let's get some money out of him. He didn't believe me that he, I just know how to spot a baller. I'm just like, it's because I got that rich mentality. So I know how to spot my people like that, right? So he sat down at a bar, right? He had a swarm of bitches behind him. And sometimes, yeah, like it's a fake baller, like whatever. He just got bitches on him. He got fake jewelry and stuff. But I just knew that he had money. The other bartender didn't believe me. So I went over there, I like did my little thing, flirted, whatever, do what I do. And then I got like $100 off of him. Bitch, per like I just, oh, because I flirted, sorry. I like flirted and I like made him laugh and stuff. But 
you can get money out of anybody. Now, that's an, uh, that brings me to another point. You won't make money off of everybody. And that's something that you're going to have to, like, um, acknowledge. You're going to have to, like, okay, per. Because there are, there's going to be nights, depending on where you work. If you only work weekends, per, like, it's going to be, like, popping. Well, you can make money on the weekends. But if you work a Monday night or a Wednesday night, depends on the bar. Depends on, like, if they have, like, an RB night or, like, a thorn night or whatever throughout the week. You might not make money. Like, to me, I'm going to be completely honest. I be- I personally believe in, um, what's it called? Like, um, oh, what is it called? I think it's called salary transparency, something like that. Like, being transparent with your money, how much you make with your coworkers and whatnot. I'm 100% transparent. It's never to be cocky. It's never to be, like, look, like, compare, like, look down on you. I just believe in, like, bitch, I'm going to let you know how much I make to either help you make more. We can make more money together, etc. Anyways, to me, when I worked at the casino, a slow night for me was like $200. And that was like super fucking slow, no jackpots, none of my regulars. And $200 is still good, blessed. You know, I was like super blessed to make that uh, money. But a $200 night was like a super slow night. But I typically only worked weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then once in a while, I'll work a Wednesday, I'll work a Thursday. If I pick up a shift, I want a Monday and stuff like that. But a super slow night is $200. Now... A super good night for me back in the day when I was bartending was like $800, $900. Those nights were the best nights because I could walk home knowing that I fucking did my fucking job. I I fucking scammed. I fucking flirted. I fucking made people laugh. Like, it made me feel good um, those nights. But I'm going to be honest. When I was like a brand new, even when I was a server or when I was like freshly a bartender, I would get like irked when people didn't tip. I'd be like, damn, bitches are broke. Like, damn, bitch, you're broke. Oh, okay, you're broke. Stay home, you know? But you just learn to, like, that you just, like, yeah, you just learn that you're not going to make money all the time, which is okay. You know what I mean? Because if I don't make money today, guess what? I'm going to make money tomorrow. And that's just what I had to learn when I um, did bartending. And, like, you're going to meet some cheap-ass motherfuckers, dude. There's going to be people that will not even fucking give you a penny. And they, it's okay because what once you build your regulars that... Okay, he didn't give you a dollar. Guess what? Motherfucking Todd is going to give me $100. Shout out to Todd because he was one of my regulars. Regulars, that's the next little topic that we're going to talk about. You want to build your regulars. You want to learn people's names, maybe like where they work. How was your work? How was work today? Oh, Todd. I'm going to use that name again because that just name like that name just like popped up in my head. And I did have a regular name, Todd. But oh, look, Todd, how was work today? Oh, how's the wife? How's your how's your kids? Things like that. Once you make regulars, your regulars will make your day. Like, yeah, you'll have, like, people tip you fives, tip you tens for, like, a little beer, a little cocktail, whatever, small talk for people. People will pay you to talk to them. But your regulars is where it's at. That's where you want to make your money because, and, like, excel in making regulars because I've had regulars that tip me just for seeing me, tip me hundreds just for seeing me. And that's, like, what's, like, awesome. And, like, the i just want to preface this by saying that i bartended at a casino so it's like a little bit different from like the club life and like the um the bar life because at my where i work people could win jackpots and if you're regular wins jackpot bitch you're set you got you can go home after they tip you out because they can easily win like a thousand dollar jackpot and give you a hundred dollars two hundred dollars especially like they win like big jackpots bitch they'll fucking tip you out good if you have really good regulars and you have really good relationships with your people you got to build your like I want to say clientele, but I don't really like that 
because this is bartending you're not really like doing like more of a service to them than like offering them drinks and whatnot but regulars i call them regulars i call them friends things like that you just want to like build them up and just have like a long list of them like oh hey let me think of a name hey anna i had two regulars named anna love them oh i love them and you just like have to build your regulars and then another difference for me um tending bar at a casino versus a club is that we had the option to pool so pooling tips means basically you guys all put all your tips together at the end of the night you guys split it so we had the option if we wanted to do that or not and personally me I don't mind like making money for other people, you know, like we can work together, but I only had a select few people. I had like three or four bartenders that I would pool with that I would like share tips with because they matched my speed. They, um, if I'm over here flirting with this person to make money, they're getting the line or vice versa. If they're over here talking to a regular, I'm getting the line and we just know how to work together. I just had a couple of people that I would like, um, pool with just because a lot of the bartenders were like new or like they just weren't as fast and it was never no beef it was never no like oh bitch i'm not splitting with you it's just because like i i was blessed to be able to make money i had a lot of regulars i i was a really good bartender i was one of the top bartenders like i was really good i was on my shit you know what i mean i earned my spot there so it's just pulling to me just depending on who i was working with and i just didn't want to split with somebody that it wasn't pulling their weight you know what i mean if somebody had a bad day okay boo have a good bad day but if it's going to affect my money, I'm not going to split with you. You know what I mean? However, in like a lot of clubs and bars, like they do pooling, like regardless. You know what I mean? You could bartend with a sloppy bartender, doesn't do shit. But if they're pooling, bitch, guess what? You got to split that $100 tip that you got from that couple. You know what I mean? So pooling is something else that you have to keep in mind when you want to get into bartending. Um, you can ask the way at the interview, like, is there pooling? Like, what's your guys' like policy on that? And then they'll let you know. Now, let's get into tip outs because you don't get to keep all your tips, right? Well, at least you shouldn't. You shouldn't want to, right? So at where I bartended, again, we had the option to pool. Now, we had the option if we wanted to tip out our barback. Luckily, I only worked weekends, so my barbacks were on it. Shout out to Damian and Miguel because I gave them all my money. I didn't give a fuck. They did me. They helped me make money by bringing me the beer to sell, by bringing me the liquors to sell, filling my eyes, filling my fruit. So, of course, I'm going to tip them out. Now, a lot of bartenders, I can speak from experience, a lot of bartenders did not tip out their barbacks because they're, I don't know, they're greedy. They felt like they didn't do anything. I just personally, I believe in like good karma, bitch. You'd help me. Oh, that's like another thing. Sorry. I just like lost track. You'd help me. I'm help you. Right. And then I also believe in tip karma, bitch. I'm gonna give you some tips so that I can get some more by the universe. You know what I mean? But that's what I liked about my, um, where I bartended because if my barback slacked, sorry, boo, I'm not tipping you. If I had to go run and get my own beer, run and get my own liquor, put my own ice, I'm not going to tip you. Sorry. You know what I mean? But a lot of clubs and a lot of bars, they have a, an automatic percentage that they take out of the tips at the end of the night and they give it to the barback. So, excuse me, hold up. Oh, sorry, I just burped. I had to like cut that out. But um, anyways, they automatically take a percentage. It could be 10%, 5%, 15%. It just depends on the um, bar. Okay, now that we're done with the um, bar back aspect of it, the tip out, the pooling, all of that, let's talk about what I think makes a good bartender. Because everybody, we can get into a debate about this, because everybody's perception of a good bartender is different. You know what I mean? Some people say it's about speed. Some people say it's about taking your time, making a good cocktail, blase, blase. Everybody got a different opinion on it. To me, personally, what makes a good bar back, or bar back, a good bartender is having personality, one, 
And then two, multitasking bits. Because if I can make five drinks at a time while taking three other people's orders, that's like bomb as fuck, right? That's a good bartender, bitch. I'm going to get the line down, talk to people, flirt with them, get their money, and make the drinks. You know what I mean? And then make money for myself, right? So that's what I think makes a good barback. I, I keep saying barback, my bad, bitch. A bartender. Uh, some people will say that um, being super slow, taking your time with everybody, talking to them, make, making conversation, it makes a good bartender. I don't know. I just personally, I worked weekends, so I didn't have time to chit chat. I had time to make my drinks, get the line done, and let's go. Let's get it cracking. That's what I had time for. But on slow nights when I would pick, um, pick up shifts during the week, um, I would take my time. I would talk to people like, oh, hey, boo, how's it going? Did you hit a jackpot? Oh, boom. You know, like things like that. Just like getting to know people, asking their names, asking how long they've been there, asking if they're making money out there, whatever. That on a slow night, but that's perfect. Like, yes, let's small talk. Let's do like when I go on bars, I like to talk to the bartenders because I like to like vent. No, it's fine. I like to just talk to bartenders. And I know a lot of people like to talk to bartenders too. And I'm saying, like I said earlier, like people will pay you to listen. I remember seeing this TikTok of this bartender girl. I think she attends a bar in Miami. She had Kanye, or I don't know if she was in, I know she's in Miami right now, but I think she was in Hollywood at the time. But she had Kanye come into her bar and he just talked to her for hours and hours and hours. And I think he tipped her out $13,000 just for talking to her. He didn't, the only thing he ordered was a water on the rocks. You know what I mean? But people will tip you. And like I said, it just all depends on you and how you can make your money. Because some people will make money by being fast and getting rid of the line. Boom. Just making money like singles, fives, tens, whatever, just from getting the line. And they can make $500 a night. But then you can have one person that sold a little bit, was just talking to people and make the same amount because they were talking to them. They learned them. They had the regulars there. So it just all depends on the type of bartending style that you like i personally like the fast-paced style that's why i and whenever i decide to go back to work because like i said i quit my job but i'm taking some time off you know mental health break whenever i decide to go back into bartending i want to just work weekends you know get like boom boom fast 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 that's just what i like and maybe like here and there pick up shifts or whatever but those are basically all of my tips that i have now i want to move on to talking about like my i guess i was i was already talking about my experience but i want to be give like like specific details on my bartending and whatnot so at the time that i started bartending i was a student at asu but i got hired on as full-time so full-time in arizona oh i'm pretty sure it's everywhere actually it's 30 hours minimum right that you have to work a week and so i was working not all the time like there were times where I would work like 20 hour weeks and there was times where I would work 30 hour weeks, 40 hour weeks, just depending on like school, if I had to call off of work or whatever. But I for sure worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If I wanted to pick up an extra day, I would do Mondays during football season because football season was like good to work. But towards the end of my bartending, like the last month, I want to say that I worked like with the company, I was working Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I was working four days, but that was because I had already graduated. But Anyways, back to um, when I was in school. So I would only work weekends majority of the time and I had to work 30 hours because so that I could keep my full time because I had benefits. I had like the insurance, medical, the eye care, whatever the fuck, all that shit. So I, in order for me to keep that, I had to find a way to work 60 hour periods within a two week. So sometimes, but I, to be honest, like I'm not even gonna lie. I really didn't even work that much. Like I have to tell, ask anybody at work. Bitch, I hated working. 
because well i hate hated like the managers and stuff so i like, didn't really work but i would like was blessed to make money when i would work so on average when i look up when i pull up my pace up you know what let me pull up my pace up real quick all right so look the last time i got paid well i worked the 50 hour two weeks sorry i got paid every two weeks right so i had 50 hour pay period whatever the fuck i did 41 hours the one before i actually did 60 hours that one 60 hours that time and then the other time i only did 37 hours so I, my times varied, but my pay was basically the same because I was blessed, like I said, to have my regulars and whatnot. So let's talk about how much I made annually. So annually, like I said, this is to be super transparent because I want people to like, if you really want to get into bartending, let me tell you my experience with this. This is how much I made. This is like, I liked it. I really did like it. This is not to be cocky. Don't think I'm cocky because I'm not, I'm just Rocky. Not I'm just playing. That's from Bag of Schlub. But I don't want to be cocky. I just want to help you guys out if you do want to go into bartending. Anyways, so I averaged out both the, the all three years. Well, the first year that I worked was half a year since I started into half the year. But that first year, I made 30000 right? And then the second year, which was 2020, I made 68000 And that's really good considering the fact that we were closed down because of COVID, because of quarantine. So if we weren't closed, if we never had COVID or whatever, I could have easily made like maybe close to 80 grand, you know, but I was blessed to make 68 grand 2020 and then, or yeah, 2020 and then 2021, I averaged out again, 68,000. So that's really like, in my opinion, boom, boom, what the fuck? In my opinion, that's really good considering the fact that I only worked three, maybe four days a week and I never worked I never liked to work more than 30 hours. If I had to, okay, I'll pick up shifts. If people call out, okay, boom. You need the shift covered? All right, I guess if I can, I'll do it. You know what I mean? But I really did not like to work over 30 hours more than I had to. You know what I mean? Just because, like, I just know that people like to take advantage. Like, managers, like, I, I know... I used to be a manager, right? And they will take advantage of you and underpay you and expect so much of you. And I just, I just don't do that. I'm sorry, girl. Like, yeah, I exceeded. I excelled when I was, like, a server because I wanted to prom get promoted to bartender. But once I got promoted, bitch, I'm doing the bare minimum. I don't give a fuck. Like, you could, do not pay me enough to want to do more. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? I didn't even talk about my hourly. So our hourly, we, in my opinion, we didn't get hourly because the hourly that we got was $7.50 an hour. Which ain't shit when you have benefits, you know what I mean? Because all of that money that you would get, that's like, if you're working, let's pull out a calculator really, really quick. I'm pretty sure it's like 500. Let's just see. 750 times 60, right? It's $450. That's literally how much I paid for all my benefits and stuff. So to me, I didn't have an hourly. All I had was my tips, you know what I mean? Oh, also, with in regards to my pay, my, or not my pay, my... um. Oh my God, I can't think of the word like working and shit like that. I always, I made it like, I made a promise to myself that I would always take PTO at least once a month. So once a month, I would either take one or two weeks off of work because bitch, I need a break. Bitch, I'm young. I have no kids. I'm gonna go out even if it's not like a big trip. Like bitch, I have a staycation, you know what I mean? But I always took a week or two off every month that I worked for PTO for myself because bitch, I'm trying to live life you know what i mean you only live once like for real and we're bitch at the state that we're in like with the fucking climate change and shit bitch i'm taking as much time off as i can because bitch we might not be here tomorrow you know what i mean so when you take that into consideration taking one to two weeks off a month and then only working up to like 30 maybe 40 hours a week not even 40 like 32 33 
in a year making 68,000. That's really good in my opinion. So yes, I was making like phenomenal money being there, but I just had to, you know, I had to cut ties with them. Management was just not it for me. We got um we, our department, I don't even want to bash, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to bash, but like our, our department was just not it management wise. Our management team, we had like one or two good managers. Every other manager sucked ass. I'm sorry, but our management team is the reason why everybody quit. And for example, Nicole, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm just going to use your example. Like Nicole, they fucked her over, put her in the worst bar ever on her. Uh, and then she was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm not going to fucking be here. You're going to treat me like shit. I've been here for years. And then you're going to put me in this whack ass bar. That's why I walked out because I was put, I was scheduled at the main bar. I was always scheduled at the main bar. And then this, this bum wanted to put me at the fucking whack ass bar that wasn't even open and i was like bitch you know what fuck you i'm not gonna fucking be here the fuck and that's why i walked out because bitch you're not gonna play me you're not you're not gonna play with my money when i can easily make like 800 dollars that night on a friday night at the main bar and you want to put me in a bar which barely makes 100 200 like the fuck and i was one of the best bartenders like no that's why i cut ties but if it wasn't for that specific manager i would have been there i'd have been there because my max for that company i was gonna do five years but i wanted to hit three years but i was almost there i had like one more month before I hit your three years, but I'm sorry, boo. I just care about myself. I respect myself too much, and I put my happiness over everything. So, sorry, boo. That's why I, I had to quit. But if it wasn't for her, I would have been there still, and I would have been bartending because I really, really love bartending. It's just so fun getting to know people. I love meeting people. It was just so fun getting to know people. It was so fun cracking the uh, beers open, ten at a time, like five at a time, boom, 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 and then making cocktails, making two, three cocktails at a time. Like that was just so fun to me, and I just love the. I'm not like a big partier or whatever, not anymore, but I just really love the scene, like seeing people have fun, like drinking and whatnot. Like it's just so fun to me, and I just really, really liked bartending. So. Sorry, I don't know what the fuck just happened right there. And thanks to bartending, I was able to do all those trips that I did. Like go to Puerto Rico last month and graduate from ASU debt-free. Like, you know what I mean? I had no scholarships, bitch. <laughs> I had to pay full tuition. But thankfully, I was blessed enough to bartend and make good money and pay all the um, the debt. And I had to, like, I graduated debt-free. And that's just, like, beautiful to me. I was, like, super, super blessed to be able to do that. And you know what? A lot of people like to downplay or, like, I guess judge bartenders. I know I had this one experience where I had somebody ask me like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, I'm a bartender. And this person was like um, working, I don't know, like medical or some like, you know, like prestige type of place. And they just kind of like judged me. And I was like, okay, like you can judge me all you want, but guess what? I'm making the same, if not more than you working less hours. You know what I mean? That's not even, that's never to be cocky. That's just to like, why are you judging? You know what I mean? A lot of people like to judge like strippers, bartenders servers people that work in the entertainment industry just because it's the entertainment industry but do not let them push you away from wanting to bartend because bartending is one of the best jobs i ever had and hopefully i'll go back into it soon probably like oh after the summer because i'm going to mexico boom i can't wait to go back to mexico but i want to go back into working and bartending and stuff but Bitch, I'm booked and busy, like, like trip-wise, bitch. I don't even got no money right now. But guess what? I'm going to fucking Mexico, and I'm living my best life over there. But, yeah, I really do recommend bartending. Like, like I said, let's just recap real quick. If you want to get into bartending, talk with the manager of the establishment you want to work in. Ask them. Apply for a server, a bar bag, whatever. Get trained hands-on on how they make their cocktails. 
build your regulars, have a personality, flirt, do what you do. And then just know that there'll be nights where you just don't make money. Um, let's like end this by giving like some like story times, right? Let's do that. You know what? Before we get into the story times, I totally forgot to tell you guys about like the law aspect. If you want to get into bartending, like bitch, you got to know your liquor laws because you will get, you will go to jail. You will fucking get sued. You get, they will take everything from you if you don't know your laws. And I can't believe I like left that out because like that's like my main thing when I'm training bartenders is like teaching them the laws. Because well, you first of all you need your Title Four license. Wow, I just realized I fucked up. I didn't even tell you guys about the motherfucking legal aspect. So let's get into that real quick. So basically, if you want to get into bartending, you have to have your food handlers card, which I think is valid for like two or three years, and then you have to get your Title Four license. And your Title Four license, you have to take a four hour course, and then you have to pass the exam on like the liquor laws and whatnot. And I believe there's like a fee. I think it's like 20 or 30 bucks for that. And you have to pay that. You have to renew that. That lasts three years. So you have to renew that every three years. So anyways, so for Title Four, right, you have an hourly um, liquor, alcohol, beer, whatever limit that you can sell per guest or per customer, however you want to call them. So it's four ounces of liquor, 40 ounces of beer and 700. 750 milliliters of wine or that's like equivalent to a, a bottle of wine so that's like the hourly that's like the max that a person could drink so that's like equivalent to like depends on how they make like the long island so it's like two long islands or like three and a half coronas or like 12 ounce beers and a bottle of wine so you just have to be mindful with that because let's just say somebody you get somebody super intoxicated and you serve them five ounces of liquor and and within an hour, that's illegal. Like, they can come and sue the company, but they really wouldn't sue the company. They would be suing you because the company would retaliate against you and, like, let you go and whatnot. And then they would... The company is not going to save you. I'm sorry, bitch. But when it comes to a liquor license, the company will not save you. I don't give a fuck if you're the best friend with the owner. The owner will choose having keep keeping their license, their liquor license, than having you there. You know what I mean? They're going to let you go. They're going to let you... Um, fall instead of the company so i really recommend like knowing your liquor law well you have to know your liquor laws like that's like no questions and being able to tell if a guest is drunk or not because you don't want to serve anybody that's like super drunk like i know a lot of clubs do it they don't give a fuck like boom but like if you're working for like an establishment like like i was for a casino if you want to work at a resort like you really need to be mindful of how you serve because if you serve an intoxicated guest they can go after you and sue you and take your assets and like you will go to fucking jail and they company will not save you i'm sorry bitch but they really won't for example i had like this one time i was working like a two to ten on a weekend and it was like it was pretty busy there was this one guest that was like super drunk he kept trying to get doubles he came up to me once he tried to get a double but i personally on the weekends i won't do doubles I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm confessing right now. I Anytime, if I ever told you I gave you a double, bitch, I really did not. I really gave you a fucking single shot and put just put extra ice or like sp- splash some water in there and made it seem like there's like extra because I just don't do doubles because I'm not going to be responsible for anybody getting in a car accident. Anyways, back to the story. I had um, one night he was trying to get his doubles. I was like, oh yeah. He was like, is that a double? I was like, yeah, it's a double. He came, got away, whatever. And then I had another bartender that was serving him. And he was like intoxicated at this point. Turns out that he was working with the um fuck what the fuck are they called like the Title Four people the the Alcohol Association Club whatever the fuck, and they were gonna arrest the bartender if he would have served her. But I told her, I just knew like he was like there was something off about him, and I told her I was like um bitch didn't you just give him a double like a little bit ago? 
she's like yeah you're right and i was like i would call for an eval like don't risk it and if she wouldn't have called for that eval she would have gotten arrested because the people the alcohol people were threatening the uh, managers to arrest people because they were seeing a lot of over serving and a lot of um improper bartending so like she dodged a bullet like for real like i really like helped her out that night and another thing damn i could like i'm fucking up i'm already 30 minutes in and i'm fucking up i keep forgetting you also want to know what type of ids that your establishment accepts because like in arizona i believe fuck i want to say that's like 10 i don't know i have a picture i don't really really want to look for it but i have a link i have that handy on me all the time of what are valid ids in arizona you have to um go state by state some people won't accept like a mexican driver's license for example, we didn't accept Mexican driver's license at our establishment. But if you go to a club, they'll accept it there. You know what I mean? Like, you have to know what IDs is valid in your establishment. And then from there, you have to verify that that, 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 that ID is not expired, cracked, tampered, or altered. Because you can get arrested for that shit, too. And you will lose your liquor license. And then you won't be able to, like, renew it and shit. So, you got you to be mindful with things like that. Just know your laws. Know what's valid things like that and i think that's gonna be all oh wait no that's like all my advice let's go into storytelling so let's do like a bad story time i guess first and then we'll go into like a really good one you know what i mean this is like one of those nights where it's like a bad night it's like boring whatever i had this one guest um he was getting like they're the cut water sel- they're not seltzers they're like cut water cocktails something like that and they have a lot of alcohol. I want to say that they have like 8% alcohol. So that's like, bitch, that's like a shot or two. That's like strong as fuck, right? It's like a four local type vibe. And he had given one. And at the time, we were only able to sell guests. one. If they're going to get that, they can only get one of that and like another beer or something because of how strong that was. He wanted to get that. And I gave it to him the first time and gave him a beer. He wanted to come back like 20 minutes later. I was like, I can't give it to you. I'm sorry, but that's too much liquor. Um, you're going to have to wait like 20, 30 more minutes and then I can get you. And then he decided to go to the back end of the bar because the bar that I worked at, it was four wells, two in the front, two in the back. And I was in the front. He went to the back well and he got into her line and she got the um, club, the uh, the club, the bottle out of the fridge. But I stopped it. I was like, hey, just watch out. I told him that he has to wait 20, 30 minutes. And... He just jumped into your line. He was like, oh, okay. And then he saw that I was talking to her. He like went around the bar fuming. He was mad as fuck. And he got all up in my face. What the fuck did you fucking tell her? Bitch, what the fuck? Don't get in my fucking face, first of all. And he was just like in my face, like basically trying to fight me because we wouldn't sell it to him. Like, bitch, obviously you're intoxicated. And and he was like in my face. And then Adrian had to like step in between us. I don't know if you remember this, Adrian, if you're listening. But he had to step in between us. Because he was just in my face trying to fucking fight. And my manager was over there on the... She was like... like, um, Basically, she was like right next to the bar. She was at the ramp. She was like... But she wasn't paying attention. And I was like, hello, bitch. Look over here. Like, you don't see this guy in my fucking face? And at the time, I didn't know that we had panic buttons. I could have easily pressed the panic button and security would have been up there. But he literally like came up rushing, trying to fight me because I wouldn't serve him. Bitch, first of all, you're a fucking kid. Are you a fucking toddler? Like you can't fucking manage your liquor. Like I'm looking out for you. I don't want you to get kicked out because if you're too drunk, you get kicked out. You have to get escorted out. You know what I mean? I'm trying to look out for you. But he just wanted to get in my face trying to fight. And that was like one time that like I was ready to lose my job. Bitch, you're in my face. First of all, you're like 56 years old. Like, why the fuck are you arguing with a 20-year-old at the fucking time? 
And then I also had like a, this other time where, um, same thing, basically like you couldn't get served. I couldn't serve this couple because they had Bud Lights. They had two Bud Lights in their hands and it's two, you can only have two, legally you can only have to hold two beers at a time, right? And they walked away, tried to get two more, but he already had two in his hand. I was like, I can't give you any, like you, what's that clicking, Steven? Like you have too many beers in your hand. Like I can't let you walk away without any. They got mad, started like talking shit. The bitch wanted to fight me. First of all, what the fuck? I didn't even say shit. Oh, because you know why? Because somebody called security and they assumed it was me, but I didn't give a fuck. I'm not like, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I just told them that I couldn't give it to them. Somebody called security. And then they started like cussing me out, saying this, this, and that. Like, you fucking faggot. I fucking hate that word, first of all. But like, they were just calling me every name in the book. You can call me every name in the book. It's not going to affect me. But they started talking shit. They started recording me, putting me on Facebook. And I wasn't even the one that fucking called security on them. And they did, like, this whole, like, ordeal against me. And they were, like, all against me. And then it looked stupid as fuck later when they found out that it wasn't even me. Like, bitch, you're dumb. First of all, you're drunk. Second of all, like, bitch, why are you trying to fight? So those are, like, like those are two, like, I guess negative stories. They're funny as fuck to me, but bitch is trying to fight me. But those are, like, two negative stories. Now let's get into some positive stories. So depending on where you work. People get drunk, people want to get rowdy, then they fight. There's been, I've seen a couple of fights. I've seen, like, one of my regulars knock out this one dude. He was, like, talking shit to him because it was, like, basketball. I think it was basketball season. And uh, it was either basketball or football. I don't know. It was a, one of the sports. And uh, this one guy was getting rowdy because his team lost. And then my regular was just, like, whatever. And then the guy got in his face. And then the guy swung on my regular. And then my regular did a one-hit quitter. And knocked him the fuck out. That shit was funny as fuck. I was dying. I was on the phone with security. I was like, hey, I got some people rowdy at my bar. And then literally like two seconds after I was in that call, he got knocked. The guy got knocked out. I was like, oh shit, he just got knocked out. You guys might want to come up here. Like that shit was funny as fuck. And then when I worked in the back bar in the river bar, we used to have a club at the casino. And people would always be drunk as fuck coming out, wanting to fight. And I saw like this guy fight like i think he fought like three or four guys at a time and he knocked them all out that shit was funny as fuck and he started like trying to fight security that shit was funny as fuck now another one another story a shout out to my motherfucking regular kino keith dude he made my night he always made me and john's night any bartender that he liked that like okay like this is like our regular which is basically only like me john and alex he would treat us fucking good. If you hit fucking jackpots, he would fucking treat us good. I remember one day I went in for a two to ten shift and I only ended up working a two to six shift because he fucking treated us so good. He fucking hit three jackpots in a row. He tipped us $700, dude. Like, that's my biggest tip that I've ever fucking got in. And, like, shout out to him. Like, my biggest tip that I had ever gotten was 200 I had this one regular. He would tip me $200 each time. That was, like, my biggest tip at the time. But then here comes Keith rolling up, pulling up with the motherfucking $700 tip. And, bitch, I fucking left at 6 o'clock. I was supposed to be there till 10. Bitch, I left. Like, I already made my money. Like, $700 plus, like, the other tips that I was already making within those four hours. Like, it was a fucking good-ass night. And it was a slow-ass night. Well, day shift because it was, like, during the day. But that was, like, A1. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, fucking dope as fuck. Like, I just love people that, like, tip good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's why I always tip good. Because you just never know if somebody's having, like, a bad day. You can easily make your day by giving them fucking good-ass tips. You know what I mean? But that's going to be all for my video. I keep thinking this is fucking YouTube. This ain't YouTube, bitch. I tried it out. This is motherfucking a podcast. That's it for the episode. 
Um, so I finally decided what days I'm going to do my, uh, uploads or whatever. So for sure, it's going to be Thursdays and Sundays. If I do have extra time, I'll upload another video in between those. But for sure, Sundays and Thursdays, this is Thursday. This is Cinco de Mayo for the whites. Cause we don't celebrate, you know, we don't really celebrate that. But so for sure, I'm going to be uploading Thursdays and Sundays, maybe an extra day. I have a bonus episode, but um that's it darlings thank you so much for listening this is time with sage uh, out